You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Before we begin, I'd love to highlight our sponsor, Jane. The team at Jane understands that that choosing a practice management software can feel like a daunting task, and finding the right fit for your medical aesthetics clinic really matters. That's why they've created helpful and thorough onboarding resources you can rely on. And this is critical, guys. This is what I recommend for a smooth and stress-free onboarding process. First, sign up for a one-on-one demo call with a member of their team. This can give you a better sense of how Jane can work for your clinic and they'll even personalize it for you so that you can see the workflows that you're actually interested in. Now, if you think Jane would be a good fit for your clinic, make sure you use our link to sign up, Nurse CEO, for use that, um, that's our code. You want to use that for a one month grace period while you settle in, okay? Really important. Um, Or if you want to learn on your own, you can access the Jane guide for self-serve tutorials and videos. But what you want to do right now is head to jane.app slash start to begin your Jane journey. Now let's get back to the show. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today we have Megan McCaffrey on with us from Coaching with Megan. Uh, Megan, thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you start out by telling us uh, about you as a nurse? Like what what was your your career? How did you get started? Sure. Why, why nursing? That kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. So for me, it really goes back to before nursing, I was a teacher and I was an elementary school teacher for 10 years. Um, that's what I did straight out of college. So I just truly, you know, like when you hear people talk about having a calling, I mean, nursing was that for me. It was something that got in my head somewhere along the way and would not leave me alone. (laughs) So I had to, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to put it off any longer. And I went back to school to become a nurse. And I did that when, um, my children were young. And so went back to school. I did an associate's degree program, um, because I already had my bachelor's in education and I was just like, I don't, really want to do four more years of school or, you know, however much I was like, I want to do this kind of like as quickly as possible. Um, so I'm from new Orleans. I went to charity school of nursing and, uh, it was an excellent program. Very, very hard (laughs) as usual. Um, I think as usual for nursing courses. Right. But yeah, so I, it was a calling and I think I was inspired by a lot of just nurses along the way that maybe had taken care of me in different situations. And I just couldn't let it go. (laughs) So I, you know, did the, did the school, got the, you know, graduated. And then my first job was a med surge nurse and at a inner city downtown hospital where I'm from. And I stayed on that floor for like almost 10 years, about nine years. Um, And I really loved it. You know, I know a lot of people traditionally go into med surge right off the bat because it's recommended right and then you branch out into like different specialties I think that maybe is less common nowadays but um I truly like when I was going through cl- clinicals um I loved the med surge rotations so 
Um, I, you know, that's where I started. And in those nine years, you know, precepted a lot of new nurses also was charge nurse, clinical supervisor, and then, um, decided I needed to, there were many reasons that we don't need to get into on this podcast. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that I just decided I needed to like branch out, get out of that unit, you know, and I'd seen many friends come and go, you know, people tend to hang out for a couple of years on med surge and then kind of leave. And so at that point I transferred to our cancer center and did radiation nursing for a year and a half. Um, but it was the same thing. Like, I was just like, Nope, this still isn't it. Like I need to, you know, I, I obviously stayed on med surge for nine years. Like there was a part of it that I truly loved. Um, but I needed to get away from like weekends, holidays, you know, working on those, those days and kind of like the being, I always describe it as just being in within that building all day long. <laughs> and then going into radiation, it was like, I put myself in a cave. I was like, even more confined. <laughs> yeah. I, I know our, our radiation, I, I worked neurosurgery and it was down in the basement and it was cold. There were no windows. Yes. Like it was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was depressing. No, right. No windows, uh, cold. I would go sit in my car on my lunch break to eat. Cause I just needed to like fresh air, sunshine, radio, you know, like I just needed like all that. Yeah. I never understood so. how the radiologist, cause I used to have to go down to their room and not only what in the basement and cold, but they were in the like pitch black looking yes. at like these computer at like, the computer screen. I'm like, yeah. this is so depressing. Like I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was very interesting. It was an interesting piece of nursing to learn for sure. I did learn a lot and of course loved the patients, but I just it still wasn't fit in the bill for me. Um so at that point, then I moved on to case management and did case management for a small private company. Uh, mainly focused on workers comp kind of stuff and some short-term disability cases. And I did that for two and a half years. And I think for about the first year, it was great because I was able to, you know, go to appointments, get out of a building. (laughs) Like I didn't have to be confined. I could work from home sometimes if I needed to, you know, I traveled a little bit, not far like overnight travel, but you know, a few hours in the car kind of thing, which I love road trips. And so just put on a podcast and drive was like the best <laughs> and getting paid for it. <laughs> I was like, this is cool. So, you know, that, that worked for a little bit, but it just was like really boring after a while. It's just like the same kind of stuff over and over again. And it was la- still lacking something for me. And, um, I know big surprise 2020 is when I <laughs> finally <laughs> decided at the end of that year to leave. Now, I wasn't, you know, I was, I felt fortunate that I wasn't in the hospital for the pandemic, um, situation, but, um, it still had its effects on, on, you know, in different ways. So that's where I, that was kind of like my whole nursing journey right there. <laughs> in so, a nutshell. so now you do coaching, but, um, like how, like what kind of coaching and how did you get into that? Like, so, you, you know, your story, your uh, hospital story stops at, uh, the pandemic, but yeah. I mean, clearly you, you went on to do other things. Yeah. So uh, I would say around like 2019 is when I kind of felt the itch again to, do something else. And I really kind of knew that it wasn't specifically another nursing job per se that I wanted to look for. And I I really just did a deep dive on like really personal development and 
figuring out me again and what I enjoyed and the things that I was lacking in my life. Um, and it kind of led me to coaching. And so I thought, okay, well, and I really was desiring to be kind of like my own boss and be able to, I loved working from home. I got to really experience that in 2020 when our office shut down and we had to work from home for a long time. And I didn't want to go back to the office. Like, I think I cried the day they told us we needed to come back. I was like, no, why? why? <laughs> Everything's working fine. Yeah, I, I, th- I, I feel like these places, um, you know, they have this corporate real estate or this commercial real estate mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we got to use it. So let's force all the employees to come back in. But it's like, yeah, it just doesn't, you know, just sell it. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, for sure, they're going to sell it, right? Like we've proven we can just work from home or like get a smaller office. Right. But yeah, no, that didn't happen. It was like, come back. And then things that were weirder after that, like a, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother, I could dive into that for sure. <laughs> if the interest was there. Um, I think like there was like somehow the bosses weren't as trusting because we weren't like under their noses all the time when we were at home mm-hmm. at you know, working from home. So that transferred into, even when we came back in the office, like things that the, the atmosphere of the culture, it just like, it changed. It just wasn't yeah. the same anymore. Yeah. It was funny. Cause like, uh, our faculty just got together recently, uh, and they were mandated to go back into the office and, you know, they spent the whole time that they were there bitching and complaining about like, you know, uh, you know, all the things that are wrong and, you know, why the, it stinks to work there and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think this is what they had in mind when they brought us back into the office that we would be like sitting around, like bashing the leadership and stuff. Right. And, you know, the, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of catty at one level, but at, the, at another level, it was just kind of like, well, you know, this is one of the side effects of bringing people together. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so During that time, I just, um, like I said, it started in 2019, but it just kind of like evolved. And I found my own coach because I wanted to start my own business in some way. So I found somebody who was not a business coach, but like a money coach so that I could also set up my personal finances to be ready for making that change. Um, and also like the mindset that would come with it, because I knew it would be different being your own boss. Like it sounds like I'll great, but you know, you, there's a lot of change that comes with it as far as like your identity goes. Um, so yeah, so I would say, um, so when we went back into the office, I, before we went back in, I, I asked for a meeting with my, um, bosses, excuse me. And they, it's a small company. So literally it was like us and then the owners of the company, like there was no in between. And, I asked them if I could, you know, like work from home more than be in the office kind of thing, or even just work from home and go into the office as needed. And it was like a total shutdown. (laughs) It was like, no. (laughs) And I told them, um, well, that gives me something to think about because I had been, you know, considering starting my own business. And, um, so that kind of sealed it for me. I was like, yeah, I think I need to do this. You know, it it was kind of scary at first, but I was like, I I just feel like this is the next right step for me. And coaching, I I considered a lot of different things. Um, 
but given my skills and what I'm passionate about, you know, from being a teacher to being a nurse, like you can kind of see there's a common thread and then going into coaching also of wanting to help people, you know, live their best lives, improve their lives and help them how I best can. And like kind of a nurturing way too. So it just seemed like a very natural flow of being able to still use, you know, skills from nursing and teaching and bring it forward into coaching. So maybe not like my hard skills, like I'm not starting IVs and, you know, doing CPR and passing meds and all these things, but those other, those bedside skills that you pick up and the assessment, all of that really does carry into coaching. Right. So how did you decide what type of coaching to go into? Yeah. So that's like a whole nother journey for me. <laughs> like there's all these like mini journeys along the way. Yeah. Um, I, you know, because I, I feel like coaching is such a big like umbrella oh, yeah. uh, for so many things. And it's kind of like a, once you choose coaching, now you have to pick a niche and a sub niche and a sub niche to the sub niche. And you know, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. There's so many, I mean, there's coaches for almost, I, it never surprises me anymore. Like the things I hear people coach for and it's like, Oh, I mean, there's some really specific things. Um, I, a style coach. Um, Those uh, are neat though. I like that. Oh my gosh, it is. It's, it is. When I, you know, at first I was like, what? And then I listened to somebody kind of like, you know, talk about what they did. And I was like, this is like really cool. Yeah. Or a shopping <laughs> coach. Somebody will help you go shopping. I'm yeah. like, oh, I could use a shopping coach. That yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of the fun thing with, you know, like nursing, there's so many different things you can do with nursing, right. As far as like different types of jobs. And I mean, that's the same with coaching. So when I started out, I was like, okay, I need to I knew I wanted to work with women and helping them kind of like get unstuck. That was kind of the common theme throughout. And originally I wanted to do career coaching, which is where I am now. But at that time, I kind of psyched myself out of it because I was like, I don't want to do resumes and interview skills. It wasn't quite my thing. And so it took me a little while to find my thing, which was career change. So it was more about helping people figure out you know, like they come to me and know they want to make a change, but helping them figure out either what that change is, because sometimes they're like, I just need out. I don't know what I want to do next. I feel so lost. Or, um, they come to me knowing what they want to do, but can't figure out how to quite take the steps to get there. And a lot of times it's because they're looking at too big of a picture, right? And instead of like chunking it down and like the little steps to take, to get there. So yeah, it was, it was a journey. I kind of started with like midlife moms because there was a lot going on with like empty nesting and stuff like that. But it was funny because really a common theme of everybody I was coaching had to do with their careers and dissatisfaction in some kind of way and wanting to change things. So I finally was like, okay, I think this is a sign <laughs> that is really like the thing that I, I mean, and I love coaching on it. It's really interesting to me and I love, you know, learning about it, researching it, reading, just improving as much as I can to help the people that come to me. Um, so 
and I love that. And it, it, that I feel like that is so needed as well. I mean, there's lots of resume writing services out there for sure, but mm -hmm. you know, what are you writing your resume for? Right. Right. <laughs> and how, what do you, what is it that you really want? And I think that's a question that, you know, at women nurses, um, you know, I don't know that we're asking that question. Um, what do we actually want? Mm -hmm. Um, and because I always say like, it's much easier to get where you're going if you know where you're going, which is obvious, but right. it's not always obvious when you're, you know, planning out your career and you're like, no. I don't know what I want. Um, so, but so you, did you, were you in a coaching program or is this something that um, you just decided um, that you could do by yourself or like, how did, how did yeah. that get started? So I decided to do a certification through the life coach school, which it was, I'm not here to give a comment on that, I guess, but it was a good program um, when I went through it and I felt like I got a good basic like understanding of coaching, a good um, foundation for a tool, you know, that I could use if I wanted to, um, but also just to focus on the, a lot of coaching is just knowing the right questions to ask people to get them to find that in, in themselves of what the answers are. And so it really helped me kind of hone in on that. But, um, I really feel like my past education and just life experience from teaching and nursing for, you know, almost like around 24 years combined like that, that probably could have been enough, but I don't know. I think, you know, nurses were and educators were very, you know, like certification oriented of like, get the certification, get the degree, get the, you know, like I love learning new things. So yeah, I wanted to find something that could help me at least. And I don't know, I guess it's like, you kind of feel like you need that. Um, not everybody does. And yeah, I, I think it's helpful too, because it, it does give you that structure. And, you know, I, I think especially going into a, a new career path, it's not always obvious, like, you know, some people might think that you're just asking random questions as opposed to having some sort of system or structure that you're asking the questions from knowing, you know, that there's only so many directions that this conversation really is going to go statistically. And mm -hmm. if you know what those paths are, that just makes you a better coach. And I think those types of programs that teach you that structure um, mm -hmm. just make your life infinitely easier than trying yeah. to figure it out through like a sample size of like a hundred people. And then you're like, Oh, there, look, there's a pattern. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and I just, like I said, I'm always reading, always trying to like take, you know, I'm, I'm just, I feel like a sponge still, like, I'm just still trying to like learn as much as I can. Yeah. I think that's pretty common too with, with business owners. Like I always made, I always say that I made it like a bad employee just because I like to learn so many things and not that employees don't, employers don't want you to learn, but they kind of don't, they want you to just do the same thing over and over and over again. And mm -hmm. I can't do it. I can't do the same thing. Once <laughs> I figure it out, it's like, I'm bored silly. And then I start tinkering with other things and they're like, no, no, but we want you to keep doing this. Right. One thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of my problem too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I, I need a job that yeah, only entrepreneurialism, I think does it for you where you can just have like a million ideas and throw them out there see what yeah. sticks and follow yes. that. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, like to that too, I think that was one of the things, um, that I found in myself was that I was missing creativity because I needed that. And I mean, in nursing, other than us being like amazing at being resourceful with what we have, right. Like we can 
we can do a lot with a little, um, not that kind of creativity. You know, I meant like artistic in a sense and not that coaching is artistic, but, um, what, you know, I get to do my content, my marketing, you know, putting together reels for Instagram and, you know, just those kind of creative things like, and writing my podcast, like I love doing all those things. And that was definitely missing and not something I could find. Right. Um, okay. So where did you get your like first clients? So the first clients were from, like, I literally reached out on Facebook to my, you know, friends basically and said, Hey, I have, um, I'm going to coach five people for free. I just started with some free clients. Um, and I'll coach you for six weeks. I think, I think that's what it was. And, um, let me know if you're interested, you know, just kind of threw it out there <laughs> and, and people responded and more than six people responded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, did yes, you, please. Did, did you say what kind of coaching it was? Or they're just like, Oh, coaching. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> At that point. I don't think I did. I think I was like, whatever you're, you know, um, stuck with, because it wasn't even just women. I had women and men, um, reach out to me. So I had a mix in the beginning and I do still like, I won't turn away a man, if he fits, you know, what I offer and I feel like I could help him. I just love helping women, but yeah. Cause I'll have men like email me and be like, do you take, do you accept men? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> like, let's have a conversation and make sure it's, it's what you need. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how it started. And still, I would say from there, it was more like word of mouth in the beginning or definitely like acquaintances or a friend of a friend, you know, kind of thing. And then through Instagram, that's my main way that I reach out, um, on social media. It's like my favorite platform. I do have people come through there too. And it's always fun to me. Like when I do a consult, the first question I always ask is how did you find me? Because there's, you know, a a different, a lot of different ways that I put myself out there. And, um, they'll just say, you know, you did this reel that just struck a nerve in me and it was, it was speaking to me and I just scheduled a call. Like, so that is just, you know, and it's on LinkedIn. I'm always putting stuff out trying to say, Hey, I'm open for business kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and then, you know, in terms of like, um, you know, how long did it kind of take you to, feel established or do you feel established? Like I, you know, or are you where you want to be or is this something that you want to take to, you know, over the hills and and beyond? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would like this to be my forever job now until I (laughs) am ready to retire. Um, because it also allows the freedom, you know, like I can go on vacation when I want to, or travel and still coach. Cause all I need is my, is Wi-Fi and my laptop and I can coach anybody from anywhere. Um, but I would say I'm like, I, I think I'm still in a growth phase. Like I am like 25% where I want to be. I think I have a lot of growth left in me. I have a lot of, um, I still have client spaces. Like I'd love to take on more clients. Um, and I also then see, I can see a vision in the future of when it does get to a point where I would like to have, you know, a wait list for clients and then start some kind of community or group where, um, women can come together and go through all of this 
as one, you know, in a, in a group setting. Cause I've, I've, I've been in some groups, um, and I see how they can be helpful. So I think it could be cool and, you know, for people changing careers to have that, have those conversations and to help network too, to find those jobs. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because it's like the one thing that you know, when uh, nurses start their business, we're always telling them to network, network, network. Um, and like, this is exactly the place that you'd want to be, right? Like networking inside one of these groups, like what you're talking about, um, right. because it's so powerful. You just, you, you don't know who's in that group. And when you start talking to people, um, I mean, you don't talk to people hoping that they'll do something for you. You talk to people because you really want to have relationships with people. But it's amazing the doors that that get opened when you do put a group together and they start talking. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Now, you also have a blog and a podcast, right? Yes, I do. Okay. And um, what are they on? So the blog is on my website at coachingwithmegan.com. And the podcast is called Your Career, Your Life. Um, because both matter. That's my tagline. <laughs> we want them to work in a way that allows, um, your, each other to be healthy, part, you know, a healthy part of your life, your, your career and your life should kind of complement each other in a way. Um, so that is on all the major platforms, Apple, Spotify, whatever you listen to, you should be able to find it on there, but there's also a podcast link on my website. Awesome. And if people want to schedule a consult or learn more about you, where can they go? Um, same thing, coachingwithmegan.com. There's a button right at the top that says schedule a consult. Um, also right now I have, if you're on the homepage, there's a button for a, a guide that I have right now that's called the first steps to deciding your next career. And with that comes a career audit with me where you would get on a Zoom call with me and we kind of like look at what you came up with in your guide and try to help you figure out what your next step or two would be after that. I love it. All right. Well, Megan, thank you so much for sharing this with us today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This is Katie Harris saying thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. And till next time, keep making your impact, nurse printers.